This is a Main Hustle Media Podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Jackie O and you're listening to Militantly Mixed. Yo, this is Rashani from the Single Simulcast. And when I'm not making you laugh or making up parody songs, I'm kicking back. Listening to Militantly Mixed. Main Hustle Media podcasts are recorded on the ancestral lands of the Chumash, Tongva, Hohokam, and Yucateco Maya people, and we wish to pay our respects to the people of those nations, both past and present. Konnichiwa, what's up, cousins? Welcome to Militantly Mixed, the podcast about race and identity from the mixed race perspective. I am your Auntie, Charmaine Fury, aka The Blizzard Blurred. And today I'm coming to you from my bed. Uh, it is Sunday, October 29th, and I have, um, on the last four days, I've uh, developed a full body muscle spasm. So I have been in bed for the last four days getting at home medical care, which is an amazing part of living here in Mexico. My doctor comes to the house to treat me every day. Uh, so my, my back and my neck and my upper legs are all, um, I guess overly stiff. My, my muscles are all fused at the moment. And part of this is because of physical inactivity to a degree, aging and, um, stress induced. And, um, of course with everything that's happening in the world right now and the way I'm attempting to engage in it, um, I think that's why. The stiffness I've been feeling for the last couple months has, has come to a head the way it is. So I'm not recording this in my normal studio space. I'm not recording this with a microphone or anything like this. This is just me with my earbuds, so I'm not sure what the audio will sound like. Um, but I'm, I'm propped up with a number of pillows just to try to be able to, to record this today. Uh, last week, I focused on the tenets of militantly mixed and the, and the fact that um, I stand with Palestine and I am horrified by the ethnic cleansing and the genocide that is being committed by the state of Israel towards Palestinian people. And um, I can tell it did not go over well with the majority of the audience or because I named the episode, I Stand With Palestine, it's made people decide not to download or not to listen that week. Um, so the listenership of the show has dropped down to 16% of its normal um, first week downloads, I guess. Um, the reason why I'm sharing this information, for those of you who are still remaining here, is um, not because I'm worried about losing followers, not because I'm worried about losing listeners. As I said last week, I would rather lose the show entirely than play to or maintain an audience that is not for the liberation of oppressed people. Um, for most of us that are mixed, a lot of us are mixed with groups, either ethnic or cultural or political groups that are not free or are in the position of being oppressed. Some of us are mixed with an oppressor and an oppressed. 
So I, um, I understand that this can be a very challenging time when you are trying to process all the information that is being put out there about the current crisis of what's happening in Israel and Gaza. In addition to that, there are other genocides being taken place that isn't getting nearly the same coverage that that Gaza is getting right now, and that is uh, the South Sudan and the Democratic Republic of Congo. And these crises have been going on for a long time as well. And so the more you get into liberation work and the more you you try to, to dig in and support, you end up finding all these other situations that are happening in the world that aren't being publicized, um, that it's just hard to, to keep up. It's hard to maintain. Um, it's hard to switch your brain literally from news about this genocide to news about that genocide and so on, uh, just to be able to process what you're sharing, how you're talking, all those things. And I, I did have something completely planned that I wanted to cover on this episode, but given what's happened to, to me physically in the last week, um, I wasn't able to kind of do the research for the specific topic that I was going to cover. So today is just me talking kind of from the heart and, um, and from the experience and the information that I already know and do have. Um, which I'll, I'll admit right now feels very limited. Uh, even knowing what I know, <laughs> it just doesn't feel like I know enough. And there's not enough time in the day to read all the books, to watch all the films, to, to listen to all the TikToks, um, to write this uh, state representative. I'm trying to uh, send the letters and the calls to both um, Texas, where I'm most recently registered since leaving the U.S., and California, which is where I'm from, and I, you know, I guess identify in, um, wanting the the representatives in the areas that I lived to to pay attention. Uh, I just feel so limited, and I know that so many people out there are too, and and that makes you freeze, that makes you stop, that makes you shut it off. Or it can, anyways. Um, I'm trying not to shut it off too much. I am taking pauses, which I know is a, is a privilege of living where I live um, and not having to, to deal with the constant fear and um, the risk of death. And that is obviously not a fair um, situation, I guess, to, to, to be in, given what's happening to other people around the world. Um, but I, I am trying to do those things to be so that I can keep talking. Um, but I, that's really what I want to talk about today is the importance of continuing to speak and share information because you never know who's paying attention, who's listening right now. People are divided on a number of different things. And a lot of the things that we're divided on, we might not be individually even educated on. We're just kind of going off of things that we may have heard in the past or or kind of long held beliefs that have just been, you know, kind of in the ether. Things that we've heard growing up, things we've learned in school, the limited things we've learned in school, et cetera. And so I'm, I'm encouraging the people of Militantly Mixed, the cousins of Militantly Mixed, 
to to step outside of what you think you know and actually start paying attention to um, resources that are available to us today. In this age of social media, we have the option, we have the, the, the possibility of seeing firsthand what is happening through the eyes of someone that's sitting there um, in Gaza, in Sudan, in Congo, anywhere that someone can have a phone, an eSIM, whatever. Of course, as of right now, there is a um, telecommunications blackout in Gaza, and uh, there are only a few limited people that are still able to post right now, and those are people who have eSIMs available to them. Um, in the show notes, I'm going to include a link to where, if you would like to donate to get eSIMs to people and some journalists that do actively have uh, the eSIMs there and they um, and, and the people that are facilitating getting eSIMs to the people that are out there um, currently uh, because it's important for them to be using their own voice to share what is happening to us so that we don't lose sight of that. But then it's also important for us, wherever we are in the world, to continue to do that and share as well uh, so that this doesn't just pass and we watch an entire population of 2 million people eradicated from the face of this earth and just go on with life as normal after it happens. And that is regardless of which, where you stand on this, you know, um, I imagine, or I hope anyway, that most people would see the tragedy of the loss of life on, on every side of a conflict when it comes to civilians versus um, political or military police or, or things like that, um, uh, politicians, I mean, or military police. When, it, when, it's, when it's civilians, when it's individual people, regardless of what size they're on, they're caught up in their casualties in a conflict that... Um, they, they don't have the power individually to change. And there is a, there, the tragedy lies in, in that. Um, so to say you stand with Palestine doesn't mean that you're not, that you don't care that Israeli civilians are also perishing. Um, I mean, I would hope. Uh, I, I guess for everything now, it's like you can't assume anything. Uh, but I would hope that people would see the humanity across the board when civilians are taken into the politics of genocide and ethnic cleansing. Uh, there's also the religious conflict element to this thing. Uh, people think that sometimes this is a Jewish-Muslim conflict, and it's, it doesn't boil down to that because it's also a Christian conflict there as well. There are Palestinian Christians, there are Palestinian Jews, there are Palestinian Muslims. There are Jewish, ethnically Jewish Christians. There are ethnically Jewish Jewish people, and there are ethnically Jewish Muslims. And all of these people live in the same area. And and not to discount atheists too, they're they're there as well. Um, so it's not about the eradication of Islam or or the belief that one religion is more of a terrorist religion than the other. It's it's nothing like that. It is the fact that the Zionist state wants an, a theocratic ethno state where they're actively, and you don't have to take my word for it, you can literally go to Israeli mainstream media and they are telling us who they are right now. The Netanyahu, the military police um, representatives, uh, the different heads of state and, and departments within the government 
are actively saying they want the eradication of the Palestinian people, that they want to build resort area in Gaza. This is not stuff that I'm making up. This is literally stuff that you can find on Israeli mainstream media. They have stopped towing the, this is in response to the Hamas attack on October 7th line, and they are straight up going towards the eradication of of Palestinian people, full stop. That's why they are now entering into West Bank, which does not have Hamas. That's why they've been killing and bombing there as well, and why there's ground forces on both West Bank and Gaza. So this isn't about whether or not you're attempting to not be anti-Semitic by by not supporting Israel. This is not what this is. This is about the eradication and the oppression of an entire group of people who have already been under blockades for generations. This is about paying attention to who financially benefits from this I can't call it a war because a war is fought between two countries with two militaries. Uh, We have an oppressor with a military force fighting, I mean, not even fighting, like straight up going after civilians under the guise of fighting a, a political organization, which yes, they are fighting too, but they are not a military. They are not the government of the Palestinian people. So yeah, I I'll, I have medication. I, I've just received some um, a shot uh, about 20 minutes ago. I can feel it start to affect me. So I, I will keep this short. Um, I'm really just here to say that I will continue to keep talking. I have been focusing more on uh, sharing through TikTok than I have in the other um, social media platforms such as Instagram and Facebook. I. I mostly kind of feel like I can't live there in Instagram and Facebook now because of how few people are talking. And people that I, if I'm honest, people that I expected to be more active in this discussion. I've found myself being very disappointed in some of the community that I keep, um, personal friends, people that I view as family, people that I've worked with in liberation spaces, um, so I'm kind of processing and dealing with that and focusing my effort in the TikTok community that I have been um, engaging in. And, you know, I, I probably should be pushing it to Facebook and to Instagram more, but I um, it's, it, it, it's kind of choosing where to interact. And right now I'm choosing to interact on, on TikTok. And, and that is through my personal professional account, Division Blurred, not... Um, not as much with the militantly mixed account. Um, uh, it's hard to maintain. It's hard to know where to push it, who follows what, whatever. So I'm kind of going with the larger platform that I have at the moment because um, I feel like I hope that that would make the most. Um, actually, no, TikTok is not my largest platform. That's in, that's incorrect. I guess larger TikTok platform is the Blazion Blurred and not militantly mixed would be the more accurate thing to say. Um, and I am failing on talking more, more actively on Sudan and Congo. I'm, I'm trying to learn and pay attention as well and share where, where I find things that are very informative, but 
Uh, I, it is true I'm not talking about those those genocides nearly as, as much as I'm talking about the Palestinian one. And that has more to do with how active of information is, is available to me that I'm actually getting to see, I believe. Um, uh, so that is something I, I will be working on in the coming week to, to be more active in my personal search for more information so that I can I talk about, about that a little bit more as well. And again, how this affects the show over the next few weeks is um, I will more than likely be doing more things like this. I hope a little bit more organized with more um, factual support to, to back up what I'm going to be talking about. Uh, but that also depends on, on my health and whether or not I'm able to get out of bed instead of laying down flat while I'm trying to do the work. Um, I don't want what is challenging me health-wise to get in the way of me being able to be uh, a support person in this current fight for liberation. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to continue to, to do what I can uh, as my body allows me to do anything. Um, but again, I think I will keep this one short because of um, the brain fog that's starting to come from the shot that I've just received. It's a, a pretty heavy pain cocktail um, that I've, I've recently received. So um, I'm encouraging you to visit the sites on BDS, which is the uh, Boycott, Divestment, and Sanctions Organization. Um, this is a longstanding organization that has been talking about the various companies that do support um, the Zionist state of Israel, and uh, um, you know, I will also continue to encourage you to speak to your representatives. I know that the phone lines sometimes get busy or blocked up. I know that, uh, but there's multiple ways that you can do that. You can do the the emails, the phone calls, the text, the resist bot. Um, you can sign multiple petitions and things like that. And, and remember, pay attention to who did what during this time because there's a lot of different voting cycles coming up over the next year. And I know that, unfortunately, the way voting is spread out, you can't usually make um, big moves instantly. But this is the stuff that we need to remember. This is stuff that we need to pay attention to so that we can hopefully get people that are, that are willing to use our tax dollars to fund genocide out of the system um, but we are going into a heavy fascism cycle in the world right now, as you all know, throughout the world, many countries have um, changed over into more fascist based uh, leadership. Um, and ultimately, it will end in a grand scale war, I, I don't see any way out of it. It's we're we're following the same steps that happened to lead up to World War One and World War Two. So it's coming and we have to find ways of being prepared for it. And I don't know how you prepare for something like that. I, right now I'm an American citizen living on a tourist visa in Mexico. I have no idea how that's going to affect my residency here. I have no idea if I'm going to be able to get back to the U S if I'm required to at some point, um, if things, if hostilities come to this side of the planet, you know, there's real things for us to all, all be thinking about and preparing for. Um, and part of those is uh, how 
active we are in the selection of the leadership that we have. Um, and, you know, there's no party right now that's doing the right thing. We literally have a leftist democratic uh, president who wholeheartedly and unequivocally supports the Zionistic state of Israel, donating billions and billions of dollars on a monthly basis to support the war, providing missiles and other uh, military accoutrements um, to too far, including people, they're starting to call up reserves uh, to support them there as well. Um, and this is supposed to be our guy if you're on the left. And he's not my guy. I I, I didn't even, I wasn't even an enthusiastic voter of him last time. I've, I've known a lot of the problematic areas of Biden for many years, but he was the one that the party decided to go with. And, uh, and I participated, and I, 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 I heavily regret that participation. Um, and I, I, I hate that I'm uh, forced to be complicit in funding a war through my own tax dollars where I have no say, no real say in how our tax dollars are spent as an individual member. I have no way to divest myself of paying for this war through my taxes. Um, I can only do that by boycotting Disney and, and, and Coca-Cola, which are two of my busiest or um, two of my heaviest things that I, that I, I put money into. Um, it's, it's a hard time because you have to, you have to know that the only way you can, really make an impact on a on a on a uh, political <sighs> gosh I feel like I'm talking nonsense right now um the only way I think that we can we can make a a real effect is through capital if we stop supporting the country the companies the corporations that support um the government aspects of funding genocides and wars. That's the start of making a difference, Pu pushing them to a place to, to uh, divest themselves from supporting a genocide in another place. Um, how we use our vote in the coming elections is if we can hopefully find a candidate that will fight for the oppressed people, that would be another step to do it. Um, my husband has been talking to someone who grew up in apartheid uh, South Africa, and I have been watching videos from people who um, grew up in apartheid South Africa to, to hear like what was it like as they were finally getting close to ending it. And a lot of it was capital-based. A lot of it was, was um, corporations and, um, and you know, finding ways to divest and defund certain things that way. And that was the spark that started to turn things around. Um, so in the way that we can feel a little bit more powerful in this thing is how we spend our dollars. It is important to focus on those big three that collectively the communities have decided to focus on Starbucks, McDonald's, and Disney. But in my personal case, I don't really go to McDonald's that much and I never go to Starbucks. I mean, maybe once or twice a year if I'm with somebody who goes to Starbucks. Um, but I feel like I can't be helpful in, in that you know, I, I, I do go to McDonald's every now and then, but not enough to really make a hit. But I do engage in a lot of Marvel 
um, cinematic properties and things like that. So, so for me to, to boycott Disney is really significant and it's something that I can personally feel like that is an effort I can make to, to show my stance and to support things. Um, I'm a very heavy soda drinker, Coca-Cola being the main one. Um, so that one hurts too. That, that one is a, a personal hit, I guess, if you want to call it, if you want to name it something for me to, ch- to choose to separate myself from, um, which means I'll have to, I, I don't have the opportunity to taper down because, you know, caffeine is a, is a thing. And when you just quit soda full stop, um, you, you end up suffering migraines and things like that. So I know that that's coming as I transition out of drinking Coca-Cola. Uh, so that's a hit for me personally, but it's a way that I could feel actively engaged in um, trying to make bigger changes. And it's not just stopping to buy it, but it's contacting these companies to also let them know why you aren't supporting them financially anymore um, to make those changes. Uh, Sabra Hamas, um, I mean... I live with an Arab and we have a lot of hummus and um, unfortunately it's easier access for us to use Sabra. So we've cut, cut that out. We're going to go back to, uh, well, first we have to remember how we used to hand make um, hummus years ago. And that'll be the way that we keep an active support and it, it, the the convenience of it will be the hit that we take is, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, you can't, Get out of this unscathed, I think is what I'm trying to say. You you will have to make what will feel like sacrifices, but in the grand scheme of things, we're not sacrificing our lives. We're not sacrificing our homes. Uh, we're not sacrificing our families in the way that the people of Palestine are being sacrificed. Um, but it is an action, a reasonable action that we can take and and that is what I, I, I hope I've been somewhat clear about in this particular message, even knowing that um, my medicine is kicking in. Uh, I don't know at this point if I'm going to be able to do the topic for next week that I wanted to do today, but I'm just going to keep talking. I'm just going to keep elevating and lifting up the stories of what's happening in Palestine and Sudan and Congo. I've joined a, a, a group of um, TikTok content creators that are all doing liberation work and we're going to start meeting about what we can do as a collective. I'm seeking out, I'm trying to replace some of the things that I do spend my money on and focus on um, small businesses that uh, that I can make a bigger impact on, uh, leaving my, my soap and uh, lotion companies behind for um, Palestinian-based small businesses uh, in the hopes that I can replace those items with with something that will be a benefit to a family uh, in Palestine or or with connections to Palestine in this particular um, instance, things like that, things that I I can do that raise awareness or offer support or or fund because I I do have limited funds. I'm not working at the moment, um, but this is the way that I'm making those changes and I encourage you to look in to what you do to use and and check to see if they're one of the supporters of um, of the genocides all of them and uh, and then try to divest yourself from from those as well and on that note I am going to
close out this episode and um, just encourage you to, to keep looking for information. And if you have resources that you would like to share that you vetted um, that I can promote as well, please send me an email at Charmaine at militantlymix.com. That's S as in Sam, H-A-R, M as in Mary, A, N as in Nancy, E, at militantlymix.com. And I will check those out as well and try to promote and share those. Um, I absolutely believe that the oppression of one group oppresses all groups. This is an interconnected problem around this globe. And so that phrase, which I'm feeling fuzzy on, um, none of us are free if one of us are, are not free, something to that effect. I absolutely believe that to be the case. And the oppression of other people is your problem too. They, If you come from an oppressed group, the other people that come from oppressed groups are your people too. And we need to be actively supporting and lifting our voices up in support of them. Don't forget to be your mixed ass selves, y'all. Militantly Mix is a main hustle media podcast produced and hosted by me, Charmaine Fury. Music is by David Bogan, the one. You can follow us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Militantly Mixed. If you'd like to become a sponsor of Militantly Mixed, please go to patreon.com slash militantlymixed for monthly sponsorship or paypal.me slash militantlymixed for a one-time only donation. And if you like what you hear on Militantly Mixed, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to be your mixed-ass self. Main Hustle Media. Turn your side hustle into your main hustle.